Hi, my name is Jonette Gay, and I'm the pastor of Otterbein United Methodist Church, and we are starting a new podcast. I have with me today our media specialist. Hi, Jason Burgess. And we want to talk and we want to listen. Our faith is seen and understood in many topics. We're glad you've tuned in today to Hey Hey, Anybody Listening? Well, welcome. I have with me today Dawn Taylor Storm. I sometimes say Dawn Taylor Swift, but that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) And so what is your official title in your position? Yeah, thanks. Well, first of all, it is so good to be here at Otterbein and so um, great to be with Jason and the team of um, our podcast today. So I'm Dawn and you can call me Dawn. And um, my official position right now, I'm serving as the assistant to the bishop for Eastern Pennsylvania and Greater New Jersey annual conferences uh, in the in my focus area is leadership. And then also as the director of Connectional Ministries for Eastern Pennsylvania Conference. Okay. Well, we thought since we have you here and you know so much about what's happening in the United Methodist Church in Eastern Pennsylvania and Greater New Jersey, can you tell me what you're excited about in the life of the church in these places? Yeah, I would love to. Um, first of all, you know, I, I want to start by saying what's happening in the local church and our congregations always feeds my soul. So being here at Otterbein this morning, seeing the life that's here, your witness in this community, the way you're connected to your community um, really uh, brings me just just deep joy. And I get to see that all across Eastern Pennsylvania um, and greater New Jersey. And I also get to see the way that churches are coming together in mission and ministry. So a couple of examples, I could go on a long time, so stop me when my time is up, but um, a few examples. So one, when Hurricane Ida hit, um, EPA was on the ground immediately. And so we've been working to repair 55 homes um, that were devastated by Hurricane Ida right here in our local communities. So right down the road, actually, uh, you know, not too many, uh, about 30 minutes away from where Otterbein is, homes that were just completely destroyed, churches that were destroyed. And EPA is coming together, rallying around those. UMCOR has rallied around with us. And um, so far, um, through grants and donations, we're working in that restoration effort. Also have to do a shout out to our camps, because you're not too far away from one of our camps. And last year, we had 18,000 people um, enjoy the gift of our four camp and retreat centers. And finally, I'll do a a shout out um, for our, our work as EPA and GNJ, our primary work is recruiting and developing transformational leaders. And so um, leaders, both both lay and clergy leaders in our churches. Um, and right, Jesus calls us to be disciples, to make disciples. And so some of our new work that's coming up is the development of a brand new leadership academy. Um, we're working uh, to, to really make sure that our leaders have the skills they need to engage now, right, in this current climate, this current context as the church. And so I love it. Um, One of my favorite things is to see when someone has that aha moment, right? And so whether you're in the local church and someone says, I can try that or or I can step out in faith, right? And what I believe, Jeanette, is that when we um, step out of the boat, 
that's where we meet Jesus. When we step out in faith and, you know, develop that next skill in our own leadership. And that's right in our, you know, where we are, right in our context. So it might be someone going to work tomorrow and saying, you know what, I can try that or I can share my faith in this way or invite someone to what we're doing at Otterbein or someplace else. Well, as, as you're talking, I remembered someone defined faith as risk. Mm-hmm. Risk equals faith. So I was wondering when you're talking about stepping out of the boat, how would you define leadership or good leadership? Oh, that's great. Yeah. And we've been, you know, we've been talking a lot about how does a leader develop in EPA and GNJ? And, you know, we've been talking about the, uh, the fact, and you might think about this in your own leadership. Um, in my leadership, it's been other people who have been willing to take a risk with me and give me an opportunity to try something, right? And come alongside of me in that. So every time we give someone an opportunity. So it's like giving permission get, for what they have. Yes, absolutely. Seeing the other person as whole and valuable um, so we do a lot of coaching in EPA and GNJ, and coaching believes the other person has all the skills in them. They just need someone to come alongside them and work with them to develop those skills that are already there. So leadership, um, you know, I, I think about Jesus as he raised up leaders, right? And we'll talk about this this morning um, in worship, but it wasn't the people that others expected, right? But they always had giftedness in them. So leadership is risk-taking. It's courageous. Um, in in today's uh, climate, we also talk about in the church that um, it, it's about having self-awareness. So emotionally, um, emotional intelligence, you know, we find the number one factor of um for clergy and laity as leaders is is about emotional intelligence. So it's not about right always in the mind, but in the heart and relationships with one another. Okay. Well, I was wondering what feeds your soul these days? Yeah, that's such a great question um, because we're in the wilderness, right? And and so when you're in the wilderness, you have to always um, take time um, to remember that God is present in that wilderness. And so for my own soul, it really is. It's a daily practice. It's a daily practice of not just devotion, but making some space for Sabbath. I think about Sabbath as happening um, throughout each day, right? And so for me, that I mean, it sounds kind of generic, but, it, but it's true. It's about taking that space to walk my dog, taking that space to be with my family. Um, it's about taking time really um, to remember God's presence in the wilderness on the roller coaster, right? Um, and so that happens um, in those, those moments of quiet, um, I'm someone where you might, you know, sometimes people say, oh, you're so extroverted. No, actually, you know, I, I really do need those moments of um, soul time, soul care, soul tending. Um, and so I'm really thankful for those. But um, but I love I, I really love church. I, I love everything about ministries. So to me, it, it does bring me life what I mm-hmm. you know, what I do uh-huh. um, even administration. You know, I think um that that all of it is a part of building God's kingdom, God's kingdom in this world. Well, it's good to hear you say, I mean, I heard someone say um, Lent exists because why should extroverts get all of the high holy days? But you also enjoy your work and you thrive, not just survive. And that's so important. I think about 
Mordecai telling Esther for mm-hmm. such a time as this, not some other time, but this is where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Well, speaking of this time, one of the many complications has been COVID. And in this post-COVID, if we can call it that, world, many are feeling isolated and needing connections. I was just wondering how you see the church can be a part. How do you see that the church can be a part of connections? Yeah, yeah. You know, we were talking a bit earlier about how we had done a survey of clergy stress and burnout in EPA and GNJ and um, that the numbers were really high. And one of the factors that we talked to a lot of clergy about um, was isolation post-COVID. Um, and, and um, you know, we were isolated. We, we tried to come together in many ways, but there is something about incarnational, right, being together. So um, I, I see um, the, the reemergence, right? People may, almost needing to remind themselves, I, I, sh- I need to go and be with others. So I've been really encouraged the past three weeks. We've had gatherings across um, EPA Tools for Ministry where people have come and been together. I've seen churches reemerging, whether it's in mission links or just in um, community demographics of coming together, even if it's just, let's go out to dinner, let's have time, right? To to creatively join together, think together. Um, One of the beautiful things in the affiliation between EPA and GNJ, Eastern Pennsylvania and Greater New Jersey, is that um, we're coming together to create, to think together. And, um, you know, one of the newest resources is a resource called Breakthrough. It's um, designed to help clergy spend, to really take away 10 hours a week. And Breakthrough is designed as a, um, uh, it's a developed video for sermon series that you can use as a, a, you know, a lead for that sermon series. It's a sermon series that has four um uh, weeks in it, and they're offered all throughout the year. So just ways that we can really help clergy, um, particularly, you know, we have bivocational and trivocational clergy now. Um, what are ways we can assist to cut down on that time so that there's opportunity for those relational moments? Because what we find is, is clergy are doing so much, and Our Lady are as well. Sometimes we're missing those relational opportunities, those times for fellowship to come together, which are actually soul tending and soul feeding. Um, so we're excited about an annual conference this year and going back together First time in, in person, person. In person, uh, May 18th through 20th. So come check it out, join us. Um, but but right, we forget it's been three years since we've been together. Um, so so you know that's part of. Um, that isolation, right? So, so we're excited to come back together. Well, is there a scripture that is following you through Lent? Oh, I love that question. And what I've been over the the past couple of weeks, um, I, I've actually been to some funerals, both here on the West District um, and then throughout EPA and GNJ. And the scripture that's been sustaining me is actually this: love never ends. Mm. Love never ends. Um, you know, we we struggle, um, even the church right now, right? We're in a time of um, some interesting times that we've not seen before, right? Whether that's disaffiliation or other things. But the truth is one day 
we are all together in God's kingdom. I don't care what branch of what denomination you are. I don't care, you know, this, that, or the other thing. Love never ends, right? Love conquers all. Love is our calling. And so can we live that out? And then um, for those who have suffered deep loss in this season, tremendous loss, right? Tremendous grief throughout these past three years. People have lost loved ones. Um, recently, even in EPA and GNJ yesterday, um, an active clergy person who died in GNJ, that reminder that love never ends, that love is with us. And above all, Jeanette, you and I, you know, we, we, we preach this, we know this, but, but this is really for, for God's people. God's love for us will never end and will guide us through today and, and what's, what's coming tomorrow. What a great way to close. Thank you, Dawn, for being with us. you are with us today and I hope you'll tune in again as we listen to one another.